people are losing trust in uh, establishment, the media, government. And at the same time, people think that businesses are competent to solve societal problems. Welcome to the Seed Executive Insights podcast series, where Seed faculty members and invited guests talk about recent trends and insights from executive perspectives. I am Laszlo Ate, a Seed faculty member. In this episode, we talk to Béla Sabo, Brandcom's director of Magyar Telekom, about the concept and practices of CSR, purpose-driven operations and brand activism. Béla, hi. Hello. Welcome and thank you for accepting the, uh, the invitation for the discussion. First of all, let me congratulate you for the uh, SEED Award. What we collected while you received the award because you came first, I think three years in a row now, right? On the um, marketing um, and media magazine uh, and the marketing um, associations list. And also because... Um, some of the programs that Telecom is uh, conducting, like uh, Croft, uh, the Mosh Generation, Hello Business, are somehow embedded into society and have a positive effect on general culture. And I think the jury appreciated this when... Thank you very much for that. So, nice. so what do you think? Uh, what was the, um, the background for this award? Do you, do you agree that some <laughs> of the programs that you're doing have this kind of social dimension? Absolutely. I think, you know, the background was that we were visible. My kind of professional life was visible for the jury from that angle that you just mentioned that we want to actually highlight the brand, what the brand can do for the society in a different way. Mm -hmm. And uh, we call it brand activism. Mm -hmm. uh, this is connected to the purpose-driven marketing, but it's a little bit different because purpose-driven many times is mistaken or somehow taken as a, as a corporate social responsibility new way of, of doing this CSR program. And how we look at this, it's, it's more than that. Brand activism want to be somehow uh, more beneficial for the whole society, not just a small group, but mm -hmm. you know, make the society more conscious and uh, we, we somehow call off the whole marketing industry to, to do it all together. So let's actually elevate the society with the programs that any marketing brand or brand can do for their own company. And uh, probably that's, that, 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 you know, the jury saw it as a, as a good deed. So let's, let's dissect this slightly. So we have corporate social responsibility, which brands were doing in the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years. I think most of our viewers and people listening to this kind of know what it is. Yes. Um, and then that kind is that you say shouldn't be confused with purpose, right? From my perspective, yes. Okay, because what's the difference between the two from your perspective? So corporate social responsibility is a program. So this is different, not necessarily connected to the brand. It's a different program, you know, connected to something which uh, the brand management or the management feels important. Mm -hmm. It can be connected to sustainability, to hunger, or you know, education, or whatever, which not necessarily connected to the business. Mm -hmm. You know, what is the primary functionality of the business? Even though the purpose, from my perspective, coming, you know, growing out of the business, like, you know, the primary transaction, the primary functionality of the business. Like, if you are a telecom company, you know, the purpose should be connected to telecommunication or digitalization. 
We can do a lot of things for corporate social responsibility, as I don't know, as uh, helping the dogs or you know the the poverty or what have you. But that's different. So your your name has become one with purpose in the Hungarian market. I think when somebody says brand purpose, I think your name <laughs> immediately pops up. So that's something I think which you rightly brought into the um, let's say the general. I don't know, marketing lingo, and not many companies were doing this uh, previously or focusing so much mm -hmm. on this. So how is telecom's uh, purpose linked to, um, so what is it? And, uh, and then we'll talk about brand activism later on. Okay. So our purpose is, uh, in English, we call it like we digitally upgrade Hungary, mm -hmm. which means that we try to actually showcase uh, digital, The, the, the possibilities of the digital world from the point, from the benefit of you know, progress, thrive. So what we want to achieve, that people understand how they can be better off with digital. It's not, our program is not only the digitalization, it's, it's about the progress. So that's a simple one, but you know, doing it in a, as, as a whole company, as a company program, it's uh, very much more difficult because we need to somehow look at our business from a different angle. So when you came with this idea first, was there kind of a pushback from the organization? Was it, did you find it difficult or, or, or were they kind of very no, it was, receptive? It was very organic. And um, to be honest, it was uh, driven by, the, the, by our mother company, Deutsche Telekom. We developed it together six years ago. And, uh, you know, as far as we were part of the team who developed it, you, you know, even the management was part of the team, you know, the, our local management. So it was quite easy to somehow translate the the, 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 the international concept into the Hungarian situation. So I from think the beginning, it was quite nicely accepted. I think a lot of companies where they go wrong is that uh, they put some kind of purpose on their flag. And I guess it's not inherently linked to their business somehow. So whatever, it, it, it comes out of the blue or is an extension of their corporate responsibility stuff, maybe. Mm -hmm. So therefore, it's a program and it's not embedded into the business. And two, somehow it doesn't work on, a, on an operations product and other levels. So how did you manage to make this work on a deeper level? For this, I use a Harvard Business Review article. It's called the deep, deep purpose operation, meaning that you want to actually achieve an ideal situation when... You make, you, you, you make money, you do your business, and at the same time you do you know, as good as for the society as you actually make money. So it's not easy to do both at the same level, but that's the ambition. And uh, the win-win situation is that when you actually uh, look at every single momentum of your operation from this perspective, acknowledging that not everything is the same level. Mm -hmm. I need to admit that at Telecom, locally, Uh, the business objectives are more important, like, you know, delivering, you know, our business requirements. But we always look at, you know, what we can do for the purpose. Now we actually have a lot of uh, programs uh, connected to our brand management, a lot of uh, service and products which is connected to the purpose. And we are basically also transformed the communication to be somehow the motivation for the society, what the digital can do for them. So, so altogether, this is very purpose-driven operation, but not in an ideal case, I need to add it. 
So all of these programs, which I just mentioned previously, are they somehow also linked into the uh, the purposes you mentioned? So Hello Business yes. and Craft or whatever. And and do they? I mean, do they kind of talk to a specific segment uh, within this? Absolutely. As I, as, I, as I mentioned, that the purpose is not about the digitalization only. It's about the progress. And we actually, you know, we have three major segments, very simply, the B2B, families and youth. So these are big ones, but, you know, we are a mainstream brand, so we have to work with big segments. And we uh, created the programs uh, for all segments, in a way, which is connected to the purpose, the progress. So the Hello Business is not just about digitalization, it's about you know, what the, the small entrepreneurs can do for their business to thrive. Mm-hmm. And you know, the Craft, which is our youth platform, basically help the young people to experiment, to check out what they can do with digital, you know, how they can actually be better off. You know, if they have any idea, they can actually come to our Craft Lab which, is, oh, which, which we only have one in Debatsen, but uh, we're going to open the next one, announcement, uh-huh. in the building, in this building, in the Telecom headquarter. So also, you know, people can come here to, to, to try out themselves and we give them voice uh, that they are actually can, can achieve more together. If they work together, collaborate together, they can achieve a lot of things. So that's, I think it's quite a good program for the young generations. So it's, it's, it's about, again, the progress and the, and the improvement, not just the digitization. So how is brand activism then taking all of this to the, to the next <laughs> level? We got to the point. So exactly this. Or know, is it that, taking it to the next nah, level? I mean, I, I think so. Or because, have you just gotten tired of purpose? No, nah, it, it's <laughs> a it, 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 very valid point, actually. We, we, we talked a lot for many years about purpose, but we don't leave it. We just wanted to say that band activism is a more active purpose management, mm-hmm. more active, you know, for us as well. So even we should do even more, meaning that more products. So we should actually step up to the next level as a company, and we try to help it with our operation, the brand management operation. And at the same time, we would like to actually invite the whole industry, so to say, marketing industry, that they should also be more active. Meaning that not just selling products and you know doing you know managing the sales, but at the same time, you know devote some money out of the budget to run their own purpose. Mm-hmm. Because I'm quite sure that everyone has a purpose by now. So that's the point that even you don't really operate publicly according to your purpose, you have one. So once you start actually activating your purpose showing publicly that you know this is also can 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 be you know a good deed from this company any company so that's a brand activism at a, a country level for example the pharma companies uh, they spend a lot of money on advertisements and i totally agree and understand that they push you know the products because the competition is fierce but at the same time i think if they can actually uh, elevate the people's consciousness about health preservation, not health management, so to say, like how to, how, how to stay healthy. I think it, it, it would be also you know, good for them because their business wouldn't be different, but at the same time, they somehow would prepare the whole nation for the future because you know, I think the, the health management is gonna be 
it's going to be even more difficult than today. So when, once they actually start pushing this consciousness, the knowledge, then we, we will be better off. And so that's today a call, they don't call do out it. to the health industry to, uh, <laughs> for example, them, but to everyone kind of pre preempt uh, diseases and stuff by communicating. Yeah, for example, you know, the, the, one of the biggest problem in Hungary, the health problem, is obesity, and. Uh, and, uh, you know, <laughs> this is a very stupid example, but this is an example that there is this, this, this uh, OTC product called Bilagit. Yeah. And this is very insightful that in the, I can say, in certain environment, you know, people don't stop eating, but rather uh, take a Bilagit and then continue eating, even though they are full like, like hell. So this is not good because it's, it's, it, it actually suggests, I think wrongly, that you can live your life whatever badly that you do and just take a pill and it's going to be okay. It's, it's, it's a wrong perspective for the whole society, I think, yeah. because taking pills will not fix everything, anything. And um, if you want to actually preserve ourselves for our, for our kids and for our loved ones, we need to be a little bit more more knowledgeable regarding our health and you know yeah so you're saying actually brand activism is uh, is i think you said you try and involve not just but the whole of society and other companies organizations as well into this are you so are you publicly or not so publicly are you trying to engage them in some kind of dialogue or conversation or are you just leading the way and, and by, by default and showing no, I try. how it should be done? I try to engage okay. us into a discussion. Not easy because I don't, I'm not, I'm, I'm not having any association position or any industrial position. I just try to actually write some articles on LinkedIn about this. Yeah, there are some traction with this article, but not big enough, I need to admit. But uh, I think I still you know, follow this up, I mean, continue this, this, this operation. And, um, and I try actually find partners to actually come together and showcase, you know, some of some solutions, collaborative solutions. Something is boiling up, but uh, not substantial, but you know, there is, there is something that will come into in, in the future. Let's try and we can use this opportunity as well to uh, Thank you. publicize and get, oh, get other nice. companies on board. <laughs> Do you think the, the whole root cause of this um, activism and purpose is because customers and maybe is it a generational thing, I don't know, have, have lost kind of their trust in, uh, in society and in politics and whatever. So brands are also kind of looked to as a shining light or beacons or something to provide some sort of direction in, in the way that things should be done. Oh, that's a, ooh, that's a big question. Yes. <laughs> in, in short, yes, uh, the brand should step up because the brand building opportunities are different than previously they were. Previously, the brand should be should have been like an imaginative something or the identifier for people and st stuff like that. But now, I think the brands replacing the power power of products. You know, product innovation is very difficult these days because it's easy to copy anything and not everyone can be a startup. So brands come as a replacement for the, the power of the, the product innovation. So the differentiation should come with the brand. So this is one. The second is, you know, brands now have a bigger trust situation, so to say. 
you know, this e-dormant trough barometer, I think that you refer to this one, suggests globally that people are losing trust in uh, establishment. The media, government, and the NGOs and uh, businesses are coming up. Uh, NGOs are the most trusted, but they are less competent. Mm -hmm. So businesses are very much trusted to solve societal problems, economical, you know, societal, even big global problems. And at the same time, people think that the businesses are competent to solve these problems. So I think you know, these two together, that you know, the, 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 the communication-wise or marketing-wise, brands are more important than ever. And at the same time, people feel that brand can actually be the solution for big problems. So altogether, this provides us you know, with, the, with, the, with the importance of brand activism and purpose. Yeah. Is it also an opportunity maybe for brands to work more together with NGOs and other... other Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally believe that you know, we should work more with NGOs, but in a different way, like we do when we do social, corporate social responsibility, because that's more, mostly about money. Yeah. You know, corporates giving, are giving money for NGOs, then they can do their job. Mm-hmm. Now we can actually work together as partners uh, beside the money to actually somehow uh, ambition to solve a problem. We should find that kind of problem for us as a corporate that we can have a solution for. Yeah. And you know, the solution can, can come with the NGOs. So the next next subject I just want to touch on is has has your leadership profile changed somewhat or significantly with this whole evolution in purpose and now brand activism whatever how can you motivate your team I think it's seed one of the things we say in in our course in like the basis for motivation is actually purpose and there is a study by um, by Humu, uh, which I think says, Mr. Laszlo Box company, which says, uh, I think uh, companies with a strong purpose are, people are, I think, nine times more likely to stay with companies who have mm-hmm. a strong sense of inclusion, purpose, transparency, I don't know what, what else there is. But, but kind of sharing this purpose within the team and the company and, and being a leader, and, and I guess is your job, how has this changed over time more? Yeah, I think, you know, it, it, a lot of, lot of things change because of the circumstances, not just because we, we do this operation. But um, I think, you know, first of all, we have to have strategy. We have to develop a, a more thorough strategic thinking, which is not as easy that, than, than to say, because what exactly strategy is and what exactly anyone within an organization has, has got to do with strategy. So we need to actually uh, make the strategic understanding better. This is one, one task of a, of a leader. And the other task is to somehow elevate the people's strategic operation. Like they need to not just understand, but somehow deal with it. At least, you know, my little uh, team should, uh, should, 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 should develop uh, around this uh, requirement that they should somehow uh, own this, our strategy, the brand strategy and business strategy. And the biggest change is that brand and comms team, if I you know, stay with, with my uh, professional area, we have to understand better the business. Mm-hmm. And this is very important, and that's why I also took you know, this opportunity to, to, to uh, follow, go through the MBA program with SEED, 
because we have to understand uh, you know, the, the business requirements at a level that we are not just the servant of the business needs, being a brand and comms guys, but partner. Mm-hmm. So not we should be able to somehow provide a balance between different decisions regarding the product development, distribution, you know, sales, with not just you know, the, the final touch, being a communicator, but you know, the, the, the balance, you know, the level of balance, meaning that probably that solution better uh, for the overall company and, and, and uh, our overall operation, even though in short run, it doesn't give us sales that, you know, that level that the other solution would do. Mm. It's not the sales marketing difference. It's more like we help, you know, the, the communication between the two uh, units or two departments, so to say. So our, our leadership program also connected to the business program. So you act as a kind of middleman, or as a translator, or something, or providing more clarity. Yes, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say that we are the solution. We just yeah. somehow try to step up and um, also showcase the customers in a stronger way mm-hmm. for the organization. So that can be a, a solution trigger, not just you know a statement on the wall that we are customer centric. My team should be somehow delivering the insights and the customer understanding in the new level for the whole operation. Therefore, better products, better decision would come uh, from a commercial perspective. Mm-hmm. If you think back to your, your seat, because you're a graduate of the MBA uh, program, was there anything that sticks out uh, if you remember back or something which you found different or unique, which, which helped you uh, in this journey? Everything. <laughs> that, was, that was a very interesting and great program. Um, I think the whole setup was very good because the whole weekend you could you could focus on one topic and then you know the all you know this homework and the projects were great you know I, sometimes I I really you know I mean I'm just wondering how could I actually go through this program that smoothly I think that's you know the beauty of this program that you know it gets you in and but what 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 was sticking out for me it was the entrepreneurial program. You know, we went to the summer school and, you know, I took, you know, this course there for two weeks, the entrepreneurship and also, you know, uh, within, you know, the, the, the classic program was also one piece was about entrepreneurial thinking. And it was great because it actually uh, not just talking about the practicalities, but also the theory of, you know, being an entrepreneur, which was quite new to me. Mm-hmm. So uh, I really liked it and I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, which you know, as a personal, as, as my personality, I'm not that kind of personal, personality that being an entrepreneur, but now I actually somehow got it, like what it takes to be, uh, you know, a small or big entrepreneur. And uh, also the teacher was quite an interesting character. Do you think it's important to be, I think you are, I mean, knowing you for many years now, I think you are entrepreneurial within your organization, I mean, not like an entrepreneur who is an, <laughs> like an entrepreneur, but I think you are very entrepreneur. Does, does that help you as a leader being entrepreneurial within large organizations? Do they treat you as somebody who's entrepreneurial? Absolutely. Absolutely. What I learned also at the seed that helped me, helped me with this one as well, like being an entrepreneur. I might come back to this a little bit later, but also being, you know, as I told you that uh, we need to be more savvy, commercial savvy. I definitely gave me a lot of knowledge about it. And um, 
you know, when I actually do some structure, do some structure at workshops, you know, within the company, they said like, oh, Bela, you actually did some MBA. <laughs> we, 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 can, we can understand that because it got to be a, more, a little bit more structured than mm. I am usually. And uh, being an entrepreneur, we call, my, call ourselves within my team as brand entrepreneurs, uh -huh. meaning that uh, we should treat, you know, brand, comms as an as a, as a asset which help, you know, the business to grow. So we should actually somehow look at it from this self-starter point of view, not from the routine point of view. And, you know, we need to be quick and we need to somehow understand what the brand would give to the business and this kind of stuff. And we have a lot to do with it. But still, I think, you know, we, we are much better off with, mm -hmm. with, 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 uh, within the company by that. If you could give, well, let's say if you wanted to give some kind of piece of advice for aspiring leaders, maybe in sales, marketing, communications positions, or maybe elsewhere, it doesn't matter. Uh, what, like, in two, for, for next year specifically, what, what would you say as words of wisdom for aspiring leaders? What, is, what do you think they should concentrate on? Listen, I think we all should concentrate on the culture. Mm -hmm. I was very lucky today to talk to Rob Campbell, who is the strategic director of Colenso BBDO in New Zealand, and he's a global guy. I actually went through a program, uh, the brand strategic program, and he was one of the one of the teachers, and I got to have one on one with him, and he talked. He, he he's he's very known of the culture strategy, so how brand can be part of the culture in a sense that you should you 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 are able to change behavior change behavior from the perspective of business and from from the perspective of the society to be better off so i think we should be a little bit better a student of our culture to be able to change you know our and every citizen's behavior for the better and uh, and i think it requires more strategic thinking and more uh, openness and empathy towards what's going on around us. So the more businesses or people understand, because their environment and the more empathy they have towards it, the, the better they can influence this culture? Yes, absolutely. And culture means not culture, culture like theater and music, but mm -hmm. culture means how we operate within a society. Mm -hmm. And uh, if we're actually cognizant of you know, different subcultures, for example, doesn't mean that underground culture, but you know, we can focus on not personas, not you know, day of the life of the customer, but you know, we look at you know, the segments from a cultural point of view, how they live their life, not how they live or should live to, in connection with us as a corporate or brand. You know, we somehow be able, we'll be able to deliver better products or services, which actually help them to cope and also help them to grow and do something better uh, compared to the, to, to, to the previous period. What about internal culture? Very important. Um, internal culture, uh, you know, it's, um, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting one because there is this guy, John Ledger, in the team of by US, and um, he was really a challenger guy within uh, with a challenger company, but but you know if you actually look at Deutsche Telekom as, as one big 
global company, it's not a challenger one. But there was one little part, team by US as a challenger, and it actually taught us a lot that we don't have to be that much of a corporate guys. And, um, and, and John Ledger started to wear different clothes. And you know, when we, when we started this journey, the purpose journey, we also actually thought that probably we should be somehow less corporate, not challenger, but less corporate. And that's why we introduced this t-shirt culture, meaning that you know, people can buy t-shirts like this and wear it even you know, at important meetings. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wear suits or shirt because it's not about you know, what, how you behave, but what you do and what, what, is your, what is your ambition and so on and so forth. It's actually quite, work quite nicely. If you look around in the building, not now because you know, it's, uh, it's a little bit you know, from time to time because of the home office empty, but if you actually meet people, you, know, you can actually recognize that they wear a t-shirt, all kinds of different messages on it. So I think it's an internal cultural change, which uh, was very nicely uh, accompanied by the agile operation. Agile means you know, less hierarchical uh, operation, close to the business, end-to-end -end, you know, teams. You know, everyone is actually somehow sliced the projects as small as everyone feels that I can actually have an effect or impact on the project. And you know, this t-shirt culture very nicely, come, very nicely came together with this new operation. So altogether, I think telecoms culture got to be more vivid, more contemporary, and more, how can I say, behavioral change and more cultural. Long, long way to go still, but I think we, we, we changed a lot in the last few years. Honored a couple of years ago to be invited to an event, um, which was this um, uh, WPP event called Stream, uh, which which is called the Unconference hmm. uh, for a. And I, I know you also took part in this recently, and I think uh, I guess there are some learnings to be taken from it in terms of working together, in terms of how. A conference looks nowadays or how subjects can be discussed within with your peers what did you think what was special about it absolutely uh, I think it was very nice uh, it was very nice to experience that when you know people are, are coming together around one topic and discuss it even sometimes arguing with each other but very actively not behind the scenes it's very powerful because you learn immediately a lot at the same time, you can test your opinion or your knowledge, whether this is good enough or you know, there is some flaws in it. And we have a lot of conferences now in Hungary, a lot of, and they are very good. The topics are very good, but you know, these are just you know, listening. Like we, don't nev we, we never test in public our opinion. You know, we, we usually go to, 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 to talk in, a, in a round discussions, roundtable discussions, which... Uh, Personally, I try always to be a little bit more provocative. Even uh, I'm, I'm, the par I'm one of the participants, but we usually so nice, always very nice together uh, to each other. And the stream conference actually just showcased that it, we can be still nice to each other, but at the same time we can argue. And somehow we, we don't have that here. We either nice or we are provocative, and somehow we don't argue with each other. I, I, I think you know some more arguments, some more quarrel, more different opinions would be nice. And you know when I talked about the brand activism, 
that was it. You know, I have this view. I actually make it clear that I think you know, certain industries, categories can do better. And I'm somehow open for criticism because of this. Yeah. So I can live with it. I don't want to be nice necessarily. And you know that you could actually learn it in uh, at stream. It was quite nice. Very, com- very uncomfortable at the same time. Why? Very, yeah, why? Because, because you know, it's, it's, um, you have to be active with strangers. You never know you are stupid or you are smart. <laughs> when you start talking like, oh, okay, so I'm saying this. Is it good enough here? So you need to be a little bit more, more self-confident to state that you, this is your opinion. And you know, it was never a problem. Mm. You never got there any criticism of your opinion. Yeah. So that was... Yeah, maybe, maybe it's an idea. Um, Absolutely. A new breeders conference. Yeah. Okay, Bila, thank you very much for the discussion. And um, we wish you all the best with your brand activism at SEED and uh, see you and your colleagues in, uh, in one of our programs. Absolutely. Thanks very much for inviting me.